0: Welcome to the Becoming More Significant podcast, and this is all about helping you to become more visible, more credible, and ultimately more profitable by becoming more significant. And you have a smorgasbord of offerings to tap into, so over 50 wonderful podcast conversations with incredibly inspiring guests each of whom are being truly significant in the world and they're sharing wisdom and insights that helps them to continually have an ongoing impact in the world by being ever more significant. Then I have 10 wisdom and insights episodes where I have captured the golden nuggets from those conversations. And in each Wisdom and Insights episode, I share from either five or six episodes, the key learnings, the insights, and the practical actions that we can all take right now to become more significant in the world. And then my third offering is some snapshots of the learning that I have been doing over the last few years. I am a learning junkie. I'm constantly keyed into audiobooks, to podcasts, to TED Talks, to online courses, to mentoring and I'm learning so much all the time that I'm sharing with my clients And so i want to do that through the podcast platform as well so i will be putting together very short probably 15 20 minute sessions on key learnings and again key actions that can help us all to become more focused tap into more of our potential and make a real and lasting difference in the world so lots to choose from and thank you so many of you for supporting the podcast over the last couple of years. It's been great to have you on board and long me, you continue to tap into the wisdom and gems of the Becoming More Significant podcast. Wherever you are today, I hope you're shining brightly. Have a great day. So my guest today is the incredible Adrian Murphy, and Adrian joins us from Glasgow today. And he, not only has he got an incredible business, he also has an incredible lifestyle and a way of looking after himself. So, Adrian, I'm delighted to, to have you on the show today.
1: Thanks, Sylvia. Thank you for that introduction. I'll try and uh, I'll try and live up to it. <laughs>
0: So for the benefit of our our audience, Adrian, can you just tell them a little bit about you, who you are, what
1: you do? Yes. Uh, So I'm the CEO and owner of uh, Murphy Wealth. We're a a multi-award winning um, financial planning firm. Uh, We're based in Glasgow, but we're a a UK-wide business, um, particularly now that the uh, how we do business has changing significantly given the given the environment. So uh, yeah, and I am also the I'm also the the, the chair of the board of MND Scotland uh, as well.
0: Brilliant, thank you. And and Adrian, what what took you into this role of the CEO of Murphy Wealth? Can you give us a little bit of the backstory?
1: Yeah, um, so it's family business, second generation now. My father started it in 1977, and uh, I didn't, you know, didn't really have any intention of of going into the business initially, um, and there was never any kind of pressure from from dad. He he, he always wanted to have six siblings, um, so you know he was quite keen that we all followed our own paths, which which everybody did. Um, but I studied marketing at university to start with, and it wasn't really grabbing me. Um, although interestingly it's an an area I I do have a particular passion for Um, at that time it didn't really grab me and there was an opportunity to move um, to a different course uh, which was financial services and I was kind of talking to dad I'd always been in and around the business as a young you know as a boy and I'd go in and do the mail after school and all that kind of thing so I knew all the staff and always used to joke about when I was going to come in and take over and it, it was very much that at the time but um, I started looking at think you know I'm, I'm quite similar to my dad um, in a lot of ways personality wise and um, we had a discussion and I said look why don't you do the degree you can go off and do whatever you want and then when the time's right come and join the business uh, so I did the degree um, uh, but uh, we were coming off the back of um, the tech crash and uh, 9-11 when I graduated wow um, the jobs weren't, they weren't uh, thick on the ground, that's for sure. So um, after messing about working and doing, you know, call centre jobs and stuff, um, Dad said, look, we've got a, an entry-level position. So when the, one of the administrative staff had left and he said, look, you do a job, it's not what you'd want to do, you'd... Probably better having more experience, but come in, you can start to learn the business a bit. And so, came in with my uh, with my degree in in, in financial services, and, uh, and and very quickly realised I was uh, the absolute bottom of the pile, making tea for everybody. And, and <laughs> it was um, it was a good grounding, I think. Um, it would have been easy to just let me do do whatever I wanted to do, but um, I, I was it was a good lesson in humility Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah after that just you know that was 17 and a half years ago so um, the business was an heir at that point just a small uh, very small business and uh, and now 17 and a half years later we're a significant player um, probably one of the top financial planning businesses in the UK now so um, yeah pretty pleased with that I would rather have got there quicker but I'd like to think the next few stages won't take me 17 years
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you have picked up all sorts of awards. So why is that? How have you managed to come out as the top financial planners and next top, you know, next generation advisor and all the rest? How how have you managed to achieve that, Adrian? That's awesome.
1: It sounds, you know, we won three awards last year. I think we probably won more awards than any other firm uh, last year, um, and significant ones, money marketing awards and the, the shoulders. Uh, award for leading advisor practice and that, you know, it's a combination of that, well, 43 years and and my 17 years and, and probably the last uh, six years since we moved the business to Glasgow and, and really kind of went for it. Um, the, for example, Next Generation Award is very much around our, our focus on, uh, on building, first of all, the next generation of financial services professionals. But... Um, we've had a graduate scheme for, I think, uh, it must be six or seven years now. Mm. And now we're seeing the benefit of it. Now we've really kind of nailed it and, and how it works. And we've got the progressions right throughout the business. Um, constant succession into each role. And, and now our first crop, if you like, are now um, have now been promoted to financial planner, which is just amazing um, to see. We've just taken on another graduate uh, just now, last week. Um and, and so there's that constant conveyor belt because um talent is hard to come by and also we need to encourage more people into the sector and, and we found although it is a long road um and I was aware of that at the time when I first started re-engaging with the university, I um, it's 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 absolutely worth it. Um mm-hmm. but, so we're now getting the, the recognition for it which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um but also just how we approach um Uh, financial planning as well Uh, as I said technology is really important and actually having we introduced um, we've introduced behavioral analysis into what we do and also life planning so it's looking at what is the what does the next generation of advisor firm look like and and I think you know we are we're kind of it
0: Wow. And I know that this, the life planning element we've talked about before, and this, this is kind of a route that you're really passionate about. So what is it about life planning that's different from your, you know, normal financial review and advice, et cetera?
1: Uh, it's, a, it's a really good question. We have, first of all, we have this uh, human first approach. Um, so it's not about the money. Um, you know that's that i think that's the first um, place where people get it wrong um it's about the individual it's about how they feel it's about their emotions it's about their behaviors um and if we can understand that uh, and connect at that level then you can have a much more valuable um, relationship and, and and have a much greater impact on on their life um so i studied the um i'm now a registered life planner with the Kinder Institute uh, in in the states, one of five hundred uh, registered life planners in the world, uh, wow. a handful in the UK, and um, and that was just unbelievable um, learning. Uh, George Kinder uh, was a huge uh, influence. A lot of it's based in um, uh, Buddhism and, and mindfulness, and um, and really connecting to um, the emotions. Um, behind uh, people's relationship with money, and that has uh, just been a—I uh, don't even know how you describe it. Just the, when I went and did the first, um, the first kind of two-day, which is a kind of introductory but part of the gaining the qualification, um, down in London, and I just thought, God, this is this is what I've been searching for, mm. and. You know, it was just, yes, this is this is what it's about. It's this is how we should be connecting with people. You know, that um being present is very, you know, founded in, in coaching as well. You know, we um, you have to to create a space for people, you have to remain non-judgmental. Um financial advisors, financial planners typically are solution um based. So you come in and, and you tell me something for five minutes and I go. I've got the answer yeah. i know what to do come yeah. this way, right that's that's typically what the, our, our, our industry is 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 based on um it's the opposite of that so actually when you know experienced financial planners are going through that that's that's the hardest thing you should go I know, I know, <laughs> but no, you have to suspend your uh, suspend that and and just listen and connect and be there and, and, and kind of try and create that real emotional connection um, and allow people just to to um, explore. You know, we we, we you know we'll, we'll ask questions. Just you know, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Is there anything else? We'll just go through that. Um, uh, you know, it's about broadening. Um, the conversation as much as possible, and then deepening it um, beyond that, and, and at each stage helping the the, the, the client um, uh, solve their own problems, mm. and come up with their own solutions and their own. Uh, you know, if there's obstacles, we work through obstacles. Then um, you know, if we if we created the torch or you know we we call it lighting the torch, created a vision. Um, if we've done that well, then we move through the obstacles. But it's not for me to. To tell them what the answer is, it comes a point where, you know, ultimately we have to plug in the, the the financial side of that whole that whole piece, and 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 we can guide them there. But that is as guides rather than as you know advisors telling them what to do or what the answer is. As you know, you know, mm-hmm. much more effective if you can um, create that yourself. And also, typically, um, financial planners and and we we look at long term goals. You know, it's, it's retirement. It, 55 or 60 or whatever it might be, a particular financial goal. It's very hard to create um, energy around that. Mm, yes. You know, yeah. So far off. And um, what we try and do is, yes, there's a long-term plan, but we create short-term, um, a short-term vision, you know, that 12, 18 months, maybe 24 months, yeah beyond that much beyond that it's quite hard to to mm-hmm. really get stuff going so that that was that was a a real um a really really interesting approach uh and so people make small differences today which are in the context of their 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 longer term plan but as we know as as planners the uh uh there's so many bumps in the road, so many, uh, changes and, you know, the, the, there's no such thing as a kind of straight line. There's, there's mountains and valleys and rivers and yes. rivers and whatever else in, in between here and, and the end of your journey. So yeah, we, 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 we have to be conscious of that. Therefore we can't just assume a straight line between today and retirement. Mm. Uh, I love that approach is so much more energetic and, and, um, And just to get that real kind of buzz um, from it. I had a a client the other day and I'm talking to him through his and he just very, very level-headed guy, very complex chap. And um, he actually got excited, you know, by the vision. And I was like, he he said, you know, I know I don't don't do this, but I'm genuinely excited about this. This is the next stage of his life. And um, so it's, it's so, so rewarding. No, that we, we 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 we've always had uh, good relationships with clients, and we 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 have made huge um, or, or had a huge impact on people's lives. But I think the this the, the methodology that we use here and, and understanding the client at a much deeper level and connecting um, with them emotionally then um, it's 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 an even greater um, impact. So it's it's fantastic.
0: Wow, I love that uh, phrase, lighting the torch, creating the vision. That that just says so much. And you know, I want to ask you, Adrian, because when when you talked about, you know, going into dad's practice and, you know, working your way in up and everything, there wasn't much energy there. You know, what was when was the time that you suddenly thought, This is what I want to do? This is this is really floating my boat and firing
1: me up. You know, there's been times through that journey that I did question it. Um when I moved, when we moved from Ayr to Glasgow, I it was hard because I spent a year in Glasgow on my own. I was telling somebody last week, you know, I had a, a wee office that we rented for me with a window that looked out onto a wall. I was the saddest wee office you've ever seen, and um, I was just, you know, you're just kind of ploughing this lone furrow, trying. To, I was trying to prove that if we move the business to Glasgow, then you know, there's there's opportunities here. Um, that was pretty hard, and at times you, you just got nothing. Like, what, what am I actually doing here? What's that? It, it, you, how would you even start? We didn't have that, that basis. I didn't go to school in Glasgow or anything, so mm. I had a few folk that I knew, but wasn't wasn't massive, and that actually some of my friends that I knew weren't, uh, weren't much use for my business. <laughs> Good friends, but not much use for my business. And... Um, so that was really challenging, and we went through a few kind of difficult years, and then and then you know really started to build. Obviously, it takes longer than you, you ever think. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the last uh, three or four years, um, as I brought new people into the, the 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 team, I've you know we've changed the team completely, probably three times in my time, um, and. As we start bringing some of the graduates in and, and Neil, and then brought Fiona, and then we look to expand uh, into this fantastic uh, new office, which now seems like a complete waste of time, <laughs> but will, will be useful again, I'm sure, at some point in the future. Then that, that was a, a moment of, right, okay, yeah, this is what I had in my mind 20 years That mm-hmm. mm-hmm. this is where I thought we could be. Now, as it turns out, uh, that was quite superficial and, and there were a lot of challenges along the way because with Brexit and various other things. So um and we'd increase our costs significantly and taken on a whole load of new people and as you know that comes with challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh therefore it wasn't all it wasn't that uh, it was almost slightly disappointing, but also you, you had a kind of glimpse of what it could be. So therefore mm-hmm. it, it really got you going. So um but probably just in the last year or so it's just been it's just been incredible it sounds silly um given you know uh, what we've been through um but working with some of the people we work with our, our new chief behavioral officer uh, which is a first um certainly uh, in the uk uh in financial planning and the appointment of our chairman john uh hugely experienced um you know charter and and Senior bank executive, etc., um, and doing um, doing life planning with Kindred Institute, and just really begin to to see what's possible now, mm. and and start to build a bit of um, a bit of resilience in the business. You know, having come through what we've come through uh, while trying to grow is not easy. You know, there's a, lot, a lot of firms, a lot of my colleagues um, have very nice businesses that are um, are. Uh, you know, they're quite happy with, with where they're at and, and and no great kind of expansion plans. We we were going through that at probably one of the most difficult times, um, you know, Brexit Brexit plus COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's undoubtedly uh, taking its toll. However, we're in a fantastic place, testament to, to the team and to the, the strength of the business that we've come through all of that and still managed to grow. Um, and, and, and now I can, you know, my role... I can really start to see how that that's taking shape now because I've worn many hats over the years, as you can imagine. Yeah. Now with a you know with with a senior a, a real uh, an incredible senior team uh, in place, an executive team, and and uh, and now the, the the kind of next um, level coming through. Um, we have an operational board, um, and you can really start to see how this could could scale up um so and and obviously winning the awards and, and and with my profile being being reasonably high now and, and looking to build on that that's it's it's now it's it, it now is very exciting for me rather than it sounds terrible but um my largely my uh, uh experiences it, it's been it's been positive but it's been hard mm. Yes. There's never been a point where I've been able to just go. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just me because I'm always pushing and pushing and pushing. And um, you know, at times you doubt yourself, of course, but we've ended up here mm-hmm. through force of will, some good luck and, and 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 a and a bit of skill, I guess, as well. So um it's now the next the next stage uh for for Murphy Wealth is is just <sighs> It's incredibly exciting. It really is. We, we've got huge uh, plans now, way beyond, um, uh, which I am, uh, which is great, actually. It's way beyond anything that I <laughs> could have imagined even four or five years ago um, as to where we might we might take this now. We, we, we think we can, we think what we're doing, so my, uh, I'd like to leave a legacy. That, that, that would be mm. one of the things I'd love to. To think, is it Murphy Wealth outlives me? Yes, that would be that would be a you know real mm-hmm. real kind of um, do my dad justice and 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 you know that would mean we've really made our mark. And I think you know trying to do something positive. That's yes, it's a business, absolutely, but we're helping people at the same time and really connecting with them mm-hmm. and trying to change the, 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 the profession. I guess that's that's what we're trying to do we think we can build something that has international appeal um, because it's not the, the core part of what we, the financial planning or the, the kind of life planning and uh, our kind of whole human first approach, including the behavioral analysis. And uh, that that's ultimately where things are going anyway. We're just mm. well ahead of the curve on that. But also that can, that translates, you know, to America or Australia or, or whatever. So, you know, there is an ambition there to see, essentially see what's possible. So yes. we're, yeah. let's let's have some fun and, and let's see what's possible. Let's not put, we're not putting any limits on, on on where we're going to go with this. Let's build a model, build a business model that, that translates into other markets because it's not restricted by its regulatory framework. Uh, which which the you know, regulated financial advice but is um, if we can build a model that you could plug the regulatory part into wherever whatever territory you happen to be in Yeah. That's quite interesting.
0: Yeah, and I can can feel the energy and the excitement there, Adrian. And, you know, I know, you know, I've known you for a while now and I know you've been through some incredible challenges, but you always come back, you bounce back with this, we can do it attitude. How do you do that? You know, how do you face those really dark times? And I know there have been quite a few. And not only survive them, but you actually thrive through them and come out stronger. You know, what's what's your secret?
1: Um, I am a... Uh, an optimist to a fault I think um, I've never I've, I'm always aware of of what I um, what I'm not good at um, but I think I can lead people um, through pretty much anything that's what you know I have a tremendous um, uh, optimism and positivity and also um, just a, a, a desire to succeed um, mm-hmm. so there isn't you know despite some of the really, really difficult times, um, I always think, look, you know, we'll find a way. Because um, I always believe in what we're doing. I mean, yeah, I've made lots of mistakes, but thankfully none of them have been... Um, the mistakes are small mistakes, so, you know, thankfully, rather than colossal ones. And and, and I think a re- probably a reflection on, is becoming clear on, on my own, where do my kind of talents lie is in the team that I've managed to build
0: mm-hmm. and have
1: built that. You know, the you know the latest two, you know, if you take a group, you know Neil Fiona joining us um, uh, from Barclays Wealth, uh now John uh, wanting to to be a part of the business and now taking on the chairman's role and full time with his C V is just for me, is mind blowing actually that, that, that somebody like that would want to join our wee business, and then um, the latest Neil Bage, our, our chief behavioural officer, is an incredible um, person. He's a global uh, keynote speaker on on behavioural finance, one of the kind of top probably top five behavioural finance experts in the world. Um, he's uh, I just want to I just want to be a part of this. So there's something in that. Uh, mm-hmm. That, that, that's infectious, that, that, that just drives it forward. And I, you know, despite, you know, some dark moments, um, you know, it's like in the dead of night, you're lying awake thinking, what the...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you always... Um, I don't know. I don't know what the secret is. I think it's just, you know, I've got a, a positivity and a, a, I guess confidence and vulnerability um, to, to manage any situation or, or to find the people that will help me um, mm-hmm. get through it. I think that's it. And, yeah, I, I, there's probably something more in, the, in it that you you probably have to be doing the right thing for the right reasons Yes, for that to happen. I don't think you can get away with... Um, Doing things for the wrong reasons, mm. right intentions, etc. I think that that makes a huge difference. It's easy for if you're not authentic, and and it's quite obvious that you're doing things for financial benefit, for for one, you know, for yourself, for example, and that's it. Then that doesn't last. Um, so I, I've always been of the view: if we do the right things and we do them well, the the, the rewards come both personally. Financially, so it's never been about right, let's just make as much money as possible. Mm. Because, honest, if that was my motivation, I wouldn't have done all the things (laughs) I've (laughs) done.
0: Indeed, indeed,
1: I'm sure it will work out, but it would not be the way to make money in the short term. I can tell you that.
0: But also, Adrian, I know that you invest a lot in yourself, you know, in your health, your well-being, your personal growth and development. So, you know, just just tell us a little bit about that, what what you're doing to keep yourself in peak condition physically, mentally, spiritually, you know, across the board.
1: Uh, I think it's interesting actually to think that the last question, I'm sure that this has an impact on, on why, on how we've been able to come through um, some of the challenges that we faced. I am um, I I you know, some of the things I practice meditation every day. I um physically I, I train I think probably every day just about. Um in some shape or form. I also I've got a share of a gym that uh, you know, some friends and um you know train with them although we're, we're training on zoom at the moment of course um and i um I've been out running we did I did the took on the Markathon in December to raise money for M and D so running 5K every day in December um we've uh, been uh, doing wild swimming uh you know cycling I've, I've signed up to various triathlons and and all that stuff this year. I'm I'm actually Sylvia, I know this will be hard to believe, but I'm 40 this year. And uh, yeah, Yes, I know, thank you. <laughs> Most people say, really, is that all? Um, so, <laughs> so I have a kind of, uh, I, you know, setting stone goals, but I had a kind of vision of where my life would be when I was 40. And I'm, in some ways I've, I'm have there and, and some ways I've, I've exceeded that. In other ways, I'm probably short of where I thought I would be. Um, but my my commitment to my, myself I guess uh, rather than doing the midlife crisis thing um, after 40 I thought well why don't I I'm kind of healthier wealthier and wiser by the time I get to 40 I want to arrive at 40 probably in the best shape mm-hmm. physically and financially that I've ever been in mm-hmm. That that's a kind of a nice goal. It's not. It's not uh, terribly um, scientific or or uh, or, or um, measurable. But I will know. Um, yes. Know, and that's all that matters, to be honest. Um, so I, I, I invest a lot in, in. You know, I take the time. I put a routine in the morning, doing meditation, and, and we try and eat well, and, and let's like, say exercise every day. But the uh, personal development is 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 usually important. And actually, the last few years, if I think God. If I was, if I had the thirst for learning that I had, I have now when I was 16, God knows <laughs> what it would be now, you know, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'm sitting here, I've got a whole pile, piles of books um, here. And and uh, one of the things that, that, that's always interested me was, was kind of people and behavior and psychology. And actually, to be honest, I was talking to my mum and she reminded me, you know, at one point I was going to study psychology um, and actually i I wonder that I maybe should have because it would be extremely useful mm-hmm. uh, but the, so i'm I do a lot of personal development trying to understand myself um but also how uh, understanding people and um and how to how to take lots of different practices and bring them into what we do and that's how we've arrived uh, you know where we are uh, today because mm-hmm. I think we can in our profession it can be quite narrow i think um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Technical knowledge, technical knowledge only gets you so far. Yeah. far anyone can learn it. Yeah. Uh, the The real skill is is being able to connect with people, and understand people, what what makes them tick. Um, so I've got a whole load of books here, um, and that's that's a kind of constant thing for me now. Also, like you know, business. I'm thinking about building a, a significant uh, business over the next you know ten, twenty years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know that I don't. Have the skills right now to do that. I've surrounded myself with very, very talented people, but um, uh, you know, I'm always learning. How can I, how can I take this forward? I, if I think five or six years ago, I wasn't who I am today, and you know, it wasn't like I was sitting there six years ago going, "This is the business I'm going to build," and I've got all the knowledge to do it. It's mm-hmm. incremental. It happens, you know. You, you're doing the learning that's appropriate for for where you are, or, or the teach you beyond where you are at your stage, and that's that's that was quite an interesting um, realization uh, for me. So, if I can do, if I can absorb, ideally, I've I'd just absorbed them just by looking at them. Right? <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, it's not as easy as that. The the, the 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 challenge is time, of course, isn't it? And uh, it is. trying to hopefully now. I mean, what we did. The 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 reason that we are we took such a big leap forward was because I had time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Look around and speak to people and learn and and explore ideas. That's how we took such a huge we what we did in, in, in twenty twenty during a pandemic, we were all at home and, and, and all the challenges, it's nothing short of incredible. Mm-hmm through the business, we transformed our proposition, our brand. We developed a team beyond anything that I, I could have imagined, the people that, that joined the business. Just, just uh, you know, and that was just through, again, sheer force of will, you know, we said, look, let's come out of this stronger than we went in. There's yeah. the challenge. Yeah. So let's do that. Let's invest. Um And that's what we did rather than kind of, conquering down and, and and hoping for the best. Let's, let's, let's control this. Um so that, you know, I'm interested to see as I keep, uh, keep developing and, and and reading where, where this can take us. And it, and that, that filters down through the firm. That's a, that's got to be a, a lifelong learning has to be a, a, an absolutely key tenant of, of what we're doing. If we're we're going to be building, we've got our wealth of learning uh, which is a, a newsletter at the moment, and it's about helping our clients and you know if everybody um, learn more about money, no, no, ins and outs of pensions and stuff like that. It's not, it's not that. It's how you think about money and how that impacts on you, and some of the really basic concepts that have a big impact on people's lives. Um, and we, we ultimately we're looking to build a learning platform um, uh, off the back of that. Which we would um, would have various learning programs for, for clients and their children and you know, yes, kind of thing. so it is a it's absolutely key to everything that we do and um, I think it's kind of it's one of the true purposes in life. Anyway.
0: yes definitely and that and that you know that continuous evolution and growth it's that top of the the maslow's pyramid isn't it that self actualization constantly stretching and constantly tapping into more of your potential and that's what makes life so exciting because you don't know where it's going to take you uh, and you're all with it and hey op- opportunities open up and i just love that so Adrian, one of the, you know, the, the big theme behind this podcast is, you know, becoming more significant. In other words, how are you making a real difference in the world? And that's been obvious through everything that you've said and, and the fact you get to the heart of your clients. And it's not just about financial advice. It's so much more. But I also know that you do a lot for charity. So, you know, you mentioned that you're, you're chairman of MND. So just give us a couple of minutes on, on what that's all about.
1: Yeah, That. You know, I was it was before um, I joined the board. Uh, the the, the story is my my brother, my oldest brother Brian, is currently uh, suffering from MND. Um, so he got his diagnosis in February 2019. Now prior to that, uh, as you know, we we done various. We always did charity work. that was to try and impact, particularly in the local community, homeless charities. You know, sleeping out um, for for the big sleep out which was which one one night was was horrendous enough. So God knows what those poor people go through every day. But so I was looking for my like, what's my cause? What one thing mm-hmm. I'm truly uh, passionate about that I want to 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 dedicate myself to, and obviously uh, we, we you know we got the news about Brian, so it was pretty clear what what my what mm-hmm. my to be so, there a board position came up uh, with MND Scotland, so I applied and, and did the interview and, and, and got that, um, and that was fine. And um, just kind of get that was only just last May, and I kind of get my my just getting my feet under the table there and trying to understand what the role was and and you know what what difference can I actually make here, um, and then our chairman uh, Lawrence. Um, uh, stood down or, or told us his intention to stand down back in November, October-November. And I kind of said, uh, it just because of my nature, uh, so, you know, I, I get frustrated quite easily if I can't have an impact on things. I, I you know, that's just the way I am. So I thought, "I'll hmm. well, tell you what, I kind of, half put my hand <laughs> it wasn't a fully formed thought of the things I think I'm quite busy I've got quite a lot on my plate and um, what's, what's that entailed so I kind of half said I'll interrupt you or something something like that and then I went away and I spoke to the family and I spoke to my team um, and I said look I think this is something I really want to do I think I could have a big impact here because um, it's kind of the next the next evolution of of MND scotland where where do we take it um and how do we have an impact on people's lives mm. so i uh, i then had uh, my intention to uh, take on the role permanently and um and, and i kind of laid out what my my thoughts about what we might do and and the board voted and and thank i was there was unanimous support um for my um for my chairmanship and actually, you know, I'm beginning to get stuck into it. I've got an upset side a day a week now. A uh, Wednesday is my MND day. Now, whether it will require that all the time, I don't know. But for now, it will. You know, we're in a challenging situation. And, and actually, there's quite a lot I'd like to achieve quite quickly that I think will have an impact. Um, ultimately, for me, looking at my brother, um, I want to have a huge impact on people today. We We continue the the the, fight, uh, the the search for a cure um, alongside the, the Doddy uh, my name is Doddy and the Ewan McDonald uh, Center and MNDA in England um, we're all funding research um, but we need to help people today so I think there's what we we'll see is a much greater focus on on that because we can do that we have set up for that actually that's exactly what we're set up for because it's very very difficult and the NHS. And various other statutes don't bide everything or or anything like everything required because it's very it's very um, you know in Scotland for example there's only about four hundred and odd people at any one time suffering from mD Right. Okay. It's relatively unknown, which you know right. because because it's not it's not cancer it's not yes. uh, it's other far more common um, diseases. So the requirements for wheelchairs or other you know. Um, uh, changes to your house or or whatever, it, they're not catered for. Sure. Really, yet, and unfortunately, they're very expensive. The, yes. the rest, and I know this from Brian. Now, thankfully, Brian has the resources, and he has us, and and all that. So, you know, he's got all the stuff that he needs, and he was a medic, and his partner's a medic. So mm-hmm. they plan out his care. Not everybody has that. Yeah. And and so that's you know, my mum was very. She spoke to me, and she said, "Look, you need to." You need to help people today. Um, that's that. That's my kind of goal. So, hopefully, I think that's some, that's a, a much a much higher purpose than anything else um, that I do. So, however long my my chairmanship uh, is, hopefully, hopefully it's a long one um, that you know it will be. Um, uh, it will be remembered for for making a difference to people's lives.
0: Brilliant. And if anybody's listening thinking, what on earth is M motor- yeah. N D motor neuron?
1: Sorry, yes, motor and Apologies. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, yes, it's, there's there's uh, you visit uh, MND Scotland uh website, um, there's huge resources on there and, and, and Doddy's foundation as well. Um, everybody's doing really good work. So, you know, we it's it but it is it's it's uh, because of the the, the the, the, the lack of numbers which is, in, in one hand is a good thing um, there's not more people suffering from it but then it makes it more difficult um, mm. to care and to 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 do the research and stuff but we, we have to keep doing that because it's a terrible disease
0: Adrian I could talk to you all day um, and it's been fascinating listening to you, now if people want to get in touch with you, how mm-hmm. can they find you?
1: Uh, oh they can find me, I'm all over the place uh, I'm, I'm on Twitter Literally. literally uh, you find me on Twitter Adrian underscore Murphy CEO Um, you've got the Murphy Wealth Twitter where uh, I'm on LinkedIn you've got our website uh, www.murphywealth.co.uk and and the thing we're 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 friendly people uh, and we love to hear from folks so um uh, I, w- I would love to to hear from people who've who've listened to this if they've got any any kind of questions or they want to chat a bit more about they've heard something that they that they want to know more about. Um, I'm I'm very open to doing that. Again, we're, we are um, yes, we're a business, but we love trying to help people. And and sometimes part of our job is just um, just having a conversation um, mm. and, and mm. On, pointing them in the right direction or whatever can be can can be just as powerful.
0: Thank you so much, Adrian. Have you got any last thought for our audience before I, I bring this, this conversation to a close?
1: Gosh, um, you know me, it's always difficult to nail down one thought. Um, I think it's, you know, we've been through a, an incredible period and we're still going through it. And and I, I dare say that everybody listening has had their own uh, moments through this where they've where they've struggled uh, and when they've been more positive, and they probably looked at their lives and started to to rationalise a bit and and think, well, hang on a minute, maybe maybe we were, um, maybe we weren't following the right path, maybe we were wasting money, maybe we were you know whatever it might be. I would encourage you not to forget that the, there is a is a behavioural trait that we all have, and and it's it's. Um, the, probably the best examples. The lights of the Blitz, the London Blitz, the spirit of the Blitz, and mm. and reflect back to how good the community was and and, and all that stuff. Forgetting the horror uh, of it, and the danger is that we we look back in this and uh, and forget some of the lessons uh, that we learned. I would encourage you to hold on to them and take them forward as as life um, goes back to some semblance of normality.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today on the Becoming More Significant podcast. And I really hope that you've taken away some practical steps to take right now to help you unlock more of that hidden potential that we are all only scratching the surface of. If you would like to discuss how I might be able to support you in your journey into greater significance, please get in touch It's calendly.com forward slash Sylvia Baldock for a no obligation free initial coaching call to find out how together we can make sure that the coming weeks and months are your most significant ever. Take care.